Hi, Happy. Michael Zuber and Happy here. We are doing our daily financial news. It is September 3rd, Friday, September 3rd. And as I've been saying all week, actually, you know what? Let me check the volume real quick. I forgot to do that before I hit the camera. Yep, we're good. So again, as I've been talking all week, today was the big day. Today was the big number. And we had some over-unders for the jobs. And I'm going to have to go back and look at them because uh, some of you might have gotten pretty close. And if anybody nailed it, uh, frankly, if we can all agree who got closest, I think I'll send out an autographed book uh, just just for having fun with me and participating. So we should all go back and look at yesterday's video and see who got closest. What I really want to talk about here is this jobs number was very disappointing, but, but, but. If you are on this channel, you are probably interested in real estate investing and perhaps even buying your own home. This number was actually great news. If you're a real estate investor, what do we want? We want lower rates longer. We want lower rates as inventory rises. Yes, hi, Happy. Remember what Happy asked for? Thumbs up, right? How can you not give a thumbs up to this cute puppy? So again, What we're looking for here as housing or real estate investors, frankly, great number. Why is it a great number? Because Powell has more air cover. If this number would have come in above expectations, he'd have been out of luck. His argument of, uh, you know, jobs not improving would have been full of hot air and he would have had to taper sooner and faster. But after this report, which was atrocious, He has bought time and perhaps bought time to the end of the year because very soon, folks, we are going to be talking about the debt ceiling. Uh, Yes, it is coming. I've told you it's coming. It's going to be right in our face, right around the middle of September. Right now, the estimate is uh, the Fed runs out of money on the 30th of September. So lots of interesting stuff occurring in September. On to the jobs number. It was expected to be 720. I was kind of apprehensive about that number, but as always, I took the over. I didn't feel good about it, and lo and behold, it stunk up the room. It's bad fish. It's whatever you want to call it. It came in at 235,000 jobs created in the month, which was horrible, and leisure and hospitality was flat. Flat. That is restaurants, opening bars, hotels. It was flat. That is a Terrible, terrible number. Again, terrible, terrible number for the economy, but as real estate investors, we are excited. We are going to have cheap, cheap, cheap debt longer. It is going to be, um, it is going to be uh, a good time to get 30-year debt, and uh, I just closed on one yesterday and have another one closing probably next week. I do what I say, folks. I'm getting more debt, locking in 30 years, and uh, will happily sit on it for a little while, but looking to deploy it into good or great deals. The other thing uh, that I feel really good about, I have been talking about wage inflation, right? Why is that important? Well, we did that 50 years of research together from 1970 to 2020, and what did we see? Wage inflation leads, leads significant price increases. Lo and behold, in the same August jobs report, wages are up 4.3%. Yep, wages are going up, and we all know what that means. Wages are going up, prices are going to go up, and if rates stay low, 
good time to be a landlord because rents are going to go up. Again, I did a video yesterday about the, the government made the bed or made the soup, I think I called it. Now we all get to eat it. It ain't going to taste good. Uh, but damn it, if you're, a, if you're a landlord and you have the right kind of housing stock, you are going to be doing really, really well. But please get 30-year fixed rate debt. Don't have a debt structure that blows up on you in a couple of years. Yeah, wages up 4.3%. Also, July was upgraded. July jobs creation was 953, I think. It was raised to a million fifty-three. So July was a little stronger than we had thought. Other things going on, uh, I don't know if you've seen this, but we might have a record year for IPOs. I think that's a sign that we just have too much money in the system. But yes, there is a chance. There is oh, about 100 IPOs on deck between now and the end of the year. If that happens, 2021 will be the largest period of IPOs except 2000 or the dot-com craze for a record $125 billion in capital raise. Pretty crazy. On top of that, there are more and more economists telling you what I have been telling you for 45 or 60 days. The Fed, the government seem to be repeating the mistakes of the late 60s and the early 70s. And if you don't remember, I actually went back and introduced you to Fed presidents you've never heard of. Most of us have heard of Paul Volcker because he has the Volcker rule or you know him as the guy that took rates to 16%. Most of us know him, but even I didn't know the Fed president before Volcker. And yes, there is a Fed president that was in the office for eight years and from 70 to 78, if memory serves. He is credited with the great inflation. We are doing it. Monetary policy, focus on jobs. And again, um, go back and look at the data. Who won? The people who owned real estate in 1971. They had fixed rate debt, low of the decade, and their values doubled because wages went up. It is, it is amazing to see more and more people agree with this channel again because we've been talking about it for so long. To me, it kind of feels like the Fed has lost control, right? We had this health crisis. They took rates down, threw a trillion dollars into the system. Now we have a monetary or fiscal disaster brewing. And then after that, an inflation disaster brewing. This is what I see. This is why I'm raising cash. Because if we do have an inflation disaster and the Fed has to raise rates fast later in the decade, whoo, apartments are going to get crushed mm. because their debt structure is wrong. Harvard professor uh, is one of, actually that, that came to us from Neil Ferguson. Uh, he's saying that the Fed is repeating mistakes much like I have shared with you. In addition to that, Harvard professor Kenneth Rogoff, uh, whatever, he says it's unsettling the parallels between now and 1970s. We have how, uh, and he says this transitory argument is falling flat. Housing or rent equivalent housing has not even made it to the CPI yet. And when it does, folks, it's going to be nasty. I didn't know this until this morning. Housing. Housing equivalent rent makes up 40% of rent. And what did I tell you last month when CPI came out? They were only had rent up 1.3% of memory serves. What have we been talking about on this channel? It's up double digits. Eventually, that's going to hit CPI and the Fed is going to be cooked. We are, having we are having our third decade of inflation, in my opinion. 
Switching to an entirely new topic, have you ever looked at the U-Haul rates? If you don't know the U-Haul rates, we talk about it in my course in one of the videos, but they basically tell you where people are moving. You see, when you rent a U-Haul and you're moving, you get what's called a one-way rate. U-Haul is across the country and they, they bring this data together. I have the top five destinations people are going and the bottom five as well. Uh, we'll do the bottom five first. Most people can guess state 50. It's the state that I live in, California. Most people are leaving California. More people are leaving California. That obviously is kind of skewed because we do have the largest population. But nonetheless, more people are leaving California. Next up, 49, Illinois. I didn't know that, Illinois. Uh, number 48, New Jersey. 47, Massachusetts. And 46 is Maryland. Uh, pretty interesting stuff. Now, uh, let's go five to one. So where are people going? Those are where people are leaving. Where are they going? Again, these are U-Haul statistics. You can go to Google and type them in. Number five, Arizona. Interesting thing about Arizona is last year it was number 20. So it had the largest jump. It went from number 20 to five. I'm going to guess a lot of that are Californians getting the hell out of Dodge. Number four, Ohio. Would not have guessed that. Uh, number three, Florida. Uh, and last year, Florida was number one, just in case you're interested. Number two, Texas. Lots of people going to Texas following that Elon Musk and others. And number one, I probably would have guessed this one, Tennessee. Uh, one thing that's obvious with the top three, Tennessee, Texas, and Florida, no state income tax. There you go. And then the last thing to look at is I saw a report from a mall jeweler. A parent company is Singnet. Looks like millennials are out rushing to get engaged. Yes, they are buying engagement rings to the tune of up 100% from last year, but more importantly, up 31% from 2019. That is, uh, that could really bode well for the argument for the 1940s, right? When I looked at the 1940s inflation, a lot of that was demographics, population growth. So if millennials carry this trend forward, right, they get married and they do what married people do, have kids, we could be on the cusp of a baby boom. I'm certainly not calling it yet. It is too early. But when we look over the decade, a population boom could, could goose inflation even more. So again, while the jobs number is horrible, it is actually really good for anybody watching this channel. You are going to have cheap debt longer. That's what it means. And oh, by the way, the real estate slowdown is real. I had an interview with a couple of people in the last few days, and they are looking at buying from frustrated landlords. Inventory is rising. Inventory rising, interest rates low. Please do the work. Go get a good or great deal. If you want a guide, if you want me to help you along the way, buy the course below, how to get started one rental at a time. And if you do buy it, join the Facebook group. Almost a thousand other investors in there, all motivating, all asking questions, networking. It's an amazing place to be. Look forward to seeing you in the Facebook group. By the course, it's the weekend. Let's get to work. Daily discipline, focus. Let's have some fun. Enjoy your Friday. Bye.